Lions win over KC. The game played in KC to help us understand what the heck happened. Gerald, uh, Jared Bailey is here, USA Today NFL writer. Jared, how are you today, sir? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Good, good. Thanks. Uh, you know, I'm a Lions fan, so just a little, uh, little up there today. Uh, let's talk about uh, Tony, <laughs> Tony, and, and Moore. I mean, obviously, Tony really struggled in Moore. I mean, uh, what did you make of their their performances last night? I think what everybody else made of it, you know, it was very uh, eye-opening to say the least. Um, and yeah, obviously the elephant in the room for the Chiefs was that okay, Kelsey's not playing. Chris Jones is is in the building. He's in the stands, but he's not playing either. And they needed guys to step up. Now we saw, you know, Rasheed Rice uh, caught his first career pass in the end zone for a touchdown. Guys like Justin Watson and Blake Bell, you know, played their roles effectively. But you know, if you're the Chiefs you need somebody at receiver that you can consistently rely on, you know, to be that, that second option to Travis Kelsey, you know, it can't just be Kelsey or bust when it comes to the passing game and three drops for Tony guy Moore, I think had three targets, two of which were kind of high, you know, passes where he had to reach up pretty high to grab him, but they hit him on the hands and he probably should have caught, caught them. So yeah, it was, it was a disappointing start to the season for the Chiefs, to say the least. And um, they are going to have, you know, Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore are going to have um, a lot to prove going into week two. And uh, we'll see how much of that trust uh, with Patrick Mahomes is still there. Yeah, and, you know, he had the great second quarter, which was uh, what you would expect out of him and, and sort of how you would cast the Lions defense. But uh, the Lions defense in that in that third and fourth quarter were, were really rock solid. And, uh, I mean, he just uh, – Mahomes couldn't get it done. But, of course, there's some drop passes there. But it was just – it just didn't look like KC, did it? No, it didn't. And, I mean, like I said, when you take Kelsey out of the, out of the fray, they're going to look different. But – um, Mahomes is finding different ways to make plays. You know, if the Lions only rushed four, you know, he had he, he took multiple opportunities to find one of the gaps uh, and just run for it. He had 45 yards rushing on six six attempts last night. So, you know, he was still trying to find a way to get things done, even with the struggles of the receivers. Um, and you look at the way that they were, you know, trying to you know get Pacheco involved. You know, they were they were trying to find different ways to get uh, to get the ball moving, and they looked good in the second quarter doing it, scoring 14 unanswered to to take the lead after the Lions put together a really nice 14 play drive that culminated in a St. Brown touchdown early on. So um, it was a very evenly matched team between both teams, and you know, with Kansas City, I think that you know we're just seeing that, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is human, like the rest of us, maybe a little bit, you know, closer to superhuman, but even he needs, you know, reliable receivers if uh, if the Chiefs are going to be successful. So you have a recent article on, on the Chiefs should trade for, for Mike Evans. Um, how does he fit in there, and, and do you think uh, this could happen? I mean, anything's possible, and I think it makes sense, especially, you know, it was just weird the way the Chiefs attacked the offseason, where they basically told DeAndre Hawkins, thanks, but no thanks. I'm, I'm sure DeAndre Hopkins would have helped the Chiefs a lot last night. Um, and it makes sense uh, for both parties involved in terms of the Chiefs and the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers aren't going anywhere with or without Mike Evans. They need draft capital going forward to, you know, rebuild uh, rebuild their team going forward. So I think for, for the Chiefs, if you want somebody on the perimeter who has proven that he can consistently put up big numbers and get open – um, while Travis Kelsey continues to do what he does and eat in the intermediate and in the middle of the field, I think it makes perfect sense for the Chiefs to go out and make a move for a Mike Evans, uh, especially after what we saw last night. And you know, there's no disrespect to a guy like Rasheed Rice, but he's not to that level yet. I mean, he's a rookie, 
and then we saw what what Moore and Tony were were doing last night. So if and look, it it is week one. I hear I can hear everybody probably listening at home screaming that at their radio, saying it's week one. Don't overreact too much. But you know, going forward, if you can have a Mike Evans and a Travis Kelsey on your offense at the same time, I think you'd be foolish to not do it. Yeah, and I think even Lions fans are saying it is week one, and there were some deficiencies on, on KC's roster last night. And so I'm going to ask you how legitimate a win was it? I, I think it was legitimate. And, and what are the differences uh, from maybe a year ago to, from the Lions to, to what you saw last night? You know, I saw somebody say that this is the biggest win of their lifetime as a Lions fan last night, and that might actually be true. Like this, <laughs> Aside from the win in week 18 last year against Green Bay, like these might be the two biggest wins that the Lions have had in a very, very long time. And, you know, and I know that Tariko said, you know, going off the air that, you know, they might put an asterisk next to it. I'm not going to go that far. Everybody deals with some sort of adversity throughout the season. You go out on the field, you, you get the job done regardless. And the Lions did that. Um, and we saw a lot of their young players step up. Jameer Gibbs had six yards of carry, 42 yards. He showed that he was very much he's going to be a focal point of their offense going forward. Sam Laporta played really well. Jack Campbell had a really nice pass breakup uh, right before the Brian Branch interception. So all four of their rookies that they were really banking on playing well really stepped up to the plate. I like what the Lions are doing. Uh, their offensive line's fantastic defensively. I think they're going to be much better. Um, Aiden Hutchinson was a man possessed last night, constantly getting pressure. I'm not taking anything away from the Lions. Um, there is still, you know, you're still facing the defending Super Bowl champions. Every team deals with some sort of adversity, and the Chiefs dealt with theirs. The Lions are no different, and they went out and they were the better team last night. So tip of the cap to them. I'm not taking any way, anything away from Detroit. I'd like your reaction to this. There's a lot of fourth and go for it on, on both sides. And quite frankly, the Lions made maybe three or four decisions that could have blown up on them, and, and the Chiefs made some decisions that, that didn't help their cause. What, what was your take on all that? Yeah, I mean, have, watching Dan Campbell fake a punt inside his own 20 was the most Dan Campbell thing in the world. <laughs> and uh, we saw the reaction from both sidelines. But last night, you know, I think we saw a little bit of the old Andy Reid that got criticized for his clock management. You know, the Chiefs still on, on fourth and the state of Missouri, they go for it with three timeouts, and they still had the two-minute warning. It didn't make a whole lot of sense to, to go for it in that situation, and obviously the lines were you know, set up in plus territory because of it. But if you punt, you get a stop, you get a chance to get the ball back. Um, so it felt a little bit odd uh, in terms of, the decision made by Reed to go forward in that situation. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that we've grown accustomed to seeing the aggressiveness of Dan Campbell. And, you know, last night we saw a side of Andy Reed that he used to get criticized heavily for, and rightfully so. Um, do I think that continues going forward? I don't think so. I think the Chiefs are going to be fine and figure it out and still be a Super Bowl contender. I think the Lions are going to, you know, I picked them to win the NFC North coming into the season, and after last night I've got no reason to back down from that. So I think both teams are going to be fine. Again, it is week one, um, but I think that they both kind of showed. You know, with with Campbell, we're we're used to seeing him be aggressive, but with Reed, you want to see you know better clock management, and he's gotten better at that. But last night we saw you know a look into Andy Reed of past, so hopefully they can they can get that figured out. Uh, anytime the Lions play a, a team like Kansas City or, or anybody with that elite quarterback, Goff is always going to come out second best in, in terms of, of, of a rating. Um, he has thrown 359 consecutive passes without an interception. That's the third longest streak in NFL history. So I, I have to ask you, do you think this guy's underrated? 
Um, I think when when you put Jared Goff in a perfect situation where he has time to throw in the pocket, he's not getting rushed, and he can play within a system that fits his abilities, he can be as efficient as any quarterback in the league. Um, last year, he was amongst the top quarterbacks in EPA per play. He was incredibly efficient. And again, he's not going to be a guy where if things get off platform, he's going to run around and make things happen. And look, not every guy is like that, but I think he's in a perfect situation right now where, okay, he's got one of the best offensive lines in front of him, a really good weapon, and Amon Ross St. Brown, a good running attack with David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. If you give him all that, he will perform amongst the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, now, if he was in you know, a situation like Houston, do I think he's putting up these numbers? No. But he's in a very good spot where he can you know, take advantage of what he's capable of doing. Jared, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Take care. That's Jared Bailey, USA Today NFL writer.